If you haven't experienced it yet as a freelance web designer, I guarantee you that it's going to happen. What I'm talking about is having a project with a nightmare client. The type of client that makes you cry. The type of client that makes you want to quit freelancing altogether. But what if I told you there's a way that you could avoid these nightmare clients altogether? What if I told you there was a way to save hundreds of, of work hours that you didn't actually have to do, hundreds of tears that didn't actually have to fall off of your cheek? Well, my friends, I've got good news for you because there is. There is a way to see a nightmare client coming from a mile away because they give themselves away by the things that they say. And we're talking about it today. Are you ready? That's a lot of rhyming Y words, isn't it? Okay, let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Self-Made Web Designer Podcast. I hope you had a great week. I'm excited about what we're talking about today on what I consider my virtual couch. It's just you and me hanging out, having a cup of coffee, and today we are talking about nightmare clients and how to avoid them. Over the years, I've had my fair share of nightmare clients, the kind that I have to actually see a counselor for because they've hurt me so deeply. But I've learned some lessons along the way on how to avoid them. Because here's the deal, nightmare clients actually have a tell. And if you're a poker person, you know what I'm talking about. They give themselves away by the types of things that they say before a project even starts. So today we're going to talk about seven things really bad freelance web design clients say. But before we get started, you know I got to ask it. Have you subscribed to the Self-Made Web Designer Podcast? Have you left us a rating or a review? By doing that, it'll help other people avoid really bad clients. And don't you want to help people save them from headaches and the tears that you have experienced or that you have heard of other freelance web designers experiencing, well then, leave us a review, leave a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. All right, before we go any further, are you ready for seven things really bad freelance web design clients say? All right, let's do it. The first thing that really bad freelance web design clients say is this. I don't know what I want, but I'll know what I want when I see it. And if you've heard this phrase uttered from a client before, hearing that from me is probably like a knife to the gut. It sent shivers down your spine. So here's a translation for that. It actually means I have no clue what I want, and I don't want to make the effort to figure it out on my own. So if you hear this phrase, it's likely that this client is going to be a ton of work. You're going to have to show them a bunch of examples and make a bunch of revisions until a light bulb finally clicks and they go, yes, that is the thing that I have been envisioning. I just didn't know how to communicate. But this client might not be hopeless, okay? Before you say yes to them, Ask them to send you five websites 
or web designs that they like and ask them to explain to you why they like that. Because by doing that, you might actually begin to stir some creative juices inside of their brains and help them to pinpoint what it is that they're actually looking for. Another thing to do is to have with them what I call a come to Jesus meeting. And the come to Jesus meeting is you sitting them down and very clearly and very plainly setting boundaries about how much work you are doing based on the contract that they have signed and what you are not doing, how many hours you will spend, how many revisions you will be making. And then also communicating to them that this is a give and take relationship. They're going to have to do some work on figuring out what it is that they like so that they can communicate it clearly so that you can serve them well. So if all of that goes well, if they send you five websites that they like and they're able to communicate clearly, if they agree to the come to Jesus meeting and they're okay with the boundaries that you set, then this client might not be that nightmarish, but proceed cautiously because it could turn out poorly. The second thing that really bad freelance web design clients say is it'll be a quick fix for someone with experience. And this is kind of like a push on your pride, right? They're like, if you knew what you were doing, this would take you 10 minutes, right? But here's the deal. Every client that has ever told me that it was going to be a quick job, it took forever. I ended up frustrated and they were frustrated with me as well. So don't fall for it. This might be salvageable if you explain to the client that there's hardly ever a quick job when you're jumping in on something that you've never worked on before. You know, there's all sorts of things that they're not thinking about that you have to do. You have to do things like backing up a website or looking for bugs or trying to make sure that when you start working on the project, it doesn't all crumble and, and mess things up and, and anger them. It's your job as a freelance web designer to make sure that you're actually educating your clients. You can't assume that they know more about the project than you do because the reality is, is you probably have a better grasp of what it is you're about to step into. So take some time, talk to them about the reality of how long this project might take. And if after that, they're okay with it taking longer and costing more than they originally anticipated, this one might be okay to go for, but be careful. The third thing that really bad freelance web design clients say is this, I have a lot more work for you if this goes well. Here's the translation for that. I'm trying to get you for as cheap as possible by making you think I'll actually give you more work. Here's the deal. Let's sit down and talk. Repeat business is great. It's actually something that we all strive for as freelance web designers. But the reality is all of the clients that have told me I will give you repeat business if you take this at a cheaper rate, never come back to give me repeat business business. And it's not necessarily even a fault to them. Life gets busy, things change, a project might fall through the cracks or might fail altogether and they have nothing for you in the future. So just because they tell you, I have more work for you if this goes well, isn't a license for you to lower your rates. In fact, 
what I often say is, that's great. I'd love to give you a discount, but I'm going to charge you my full rate on this project. And the next project that you bring, we'll talk about a discount. If they're willing to go for it at that point, then you know this might not be a nightmare client after all. The fourth thing that nightmare clients say is, this will be a great opportunity for you to dot, 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 finish the sentence, show off your work, get seen by a lot of heavy hitters, get the experience that will help you get to the next level, so on and so forth. But here's the real translation. I really just want someone to do this for me for cheap or for free. If anyone has to convince you, the freelancer, that the project you're about to take on is a good opportunity, they will almost always be really, really bad freelance web design clients. I'm honestly not sure that there's a good way to recover from this one. I'm not sure there's a good way to salvage this relationship. You should probably drop this client before any more communication happens. But if the client is willing to pay exactly what you'd get if you did any other project for any other person, then it might not turn out that bad. Unfortunately, what comes on the end of the sentence of this will be a great opportunity for you to dot, 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 fill in the blank is, so I can't really pay you this time or I can't pay you that much. Don't fall for it. You're better than that. Number five, the fifth thing that really bad freelance web design clients say is this, I'll talk to the project manager and let you know what they say. The translation for this is you won't ever actually talk to the people who are making the decisions on this project and you are likely going to go crazy. Now I want to take a second and tell you about a personal story where this actually happened to me. Once upon a time, a few years back, a really big advertising firm here in Phoenix actually called me to their offices, and I sat down in front of what looked like a web design redesign committee, and I pitched them my services and what I would do for them. So lo and behold, a few weeks go by, they asked me to send in a proposal. They all feel really good with that, and we start to progress. But here's what happened everybody was reorganized in the company. And so the people who were once kind of sort of making decisions on the website redesign were now no longer even in the department that made those decisions. And so I had to send another proposal and talk to more people and convince more and more people that I knew what I was doing and I would do a good job for them. Suffice it to say, I didn't end up moving forward with them after a few months of going back and forth. There's a really hard problem working with big companies as a freelance web designers. And that is more times than not, you're going to be talking through layers of decision makers. And so you've got somebody who you're on the phone with that is actually just trying to interpret what their boss's boss told them to relay to you about the things that they like and don't like about what you're doing. And that makes this relationship really tough. And so the only way to really recover from this is from the get-go, sit down with the people who are 
interviewing you or communicating with you and tell them that you need to have access, direct access to the decision makers. Because if that doesn't happen, it's likely to waste a lot of your time and their time as well. This is your chance to be the educator in the relationship also for you to take a second and show them you actually need real-time feedback in order for this to be a success. If that happens, then proceed with caution. But if it doesn't, then you have my permission to walk away. Number six, I need this done like two weeks ago. The translation for this is, I'm horrible at managing my time and I'm about to bring you into my own chaotic world world. And I get that we live in a busy world and owning a business or starting a project takes a lot of effort and thought. And sometimes things get pushed to the side and not thought about until there's a fire burning and it has to be taken care of. But that doesn't mean that you have to partake in someone else's crazy schedule. Almost every client that I've had that has pressured me into a timeline that I wasn't comfortable with, ended up being a really bad freelance web design client. And so I've learned to stick to my timelines, to stick to my guns, and if they say no, it's better off for me and for them. This is another chance for you to educate your client on how long uh, the web design process actually takes because they're likely not considering all the factors that go into a really successful web design project. So if after communicating to them and trying to help them understand and see from your perspective, they're willing to adjust to your timeline, then this one might be okay. But you've got to make sure if they are hard and fast on a tight deadline, it's probably best to walk away. Finally, the seventh thing that really bad freelance web design clients say is this. My designer friend said, and then here's another fill in the blank. My designer friend said, you're too expensive. My designer friend said, what you're saying is wrong. And here's the translation for that. I'm not going to trust any decisions you make. Ah, the designer friend the one you're always trying to win the approval of, but you're not even really sure that they actually exist. My question to this client is, if you value your designer friend's opinion so much, why are they not working on the project? You probably should have hired them instead of asking me to help you. It's easy to be an armchair quarterback, and you know what I'm talking about, right, when I say armchair quarterback. They're the folks that don't actually do anything, but they're always willing to give you a critique or advice about what you're doing as a web designer or in life or whatever. And and listen, I've had friends come to me and ask me for a critique on something else a web designer or a web developer or designer did for them. And most of the time, I can sense a little bit of they're actually just looking for me to give them ammo to take back to the poor person that they hired so that they can rip them a new one. And listen, I'm always honest with them and try to be fair about my feedback. But most of the time I communicate, you know what, this isn't that bad. And I think you might want to try to see it from their perspective, especially if you trusted them enough to hire them. So if someone comes to you and always has input from a third party about how what you're doing isn't that great, 
then this will likely be a really bad freelance web design client. Again, this is one that you probably can't salvage and you're just gonna have to walk away from. But if after proving your point, trying to take a second and educate them a little bit, they're willing to stop arguing with you and take your advice, then you might be okay to move forward. And this doesn't mean that you know everything. Like, listen to me, this is not an excuse to be a know-it-all and be prideful about someone's feedback. But it's when the feedback comes from a third party and what you're doing always seems to be wrong, that's when you know this is a really bad freelance web design client. Well, believe it or not, every single one of these things is something that I actually heard from a client that I've had. And and listen, by hearing this, you might think that I'm I'm super jaded and 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 cynical, but that's not the case at all. I I love the work that I do. I love the clients that I get to work with and for. My encouragement to you is to approach every project with gratitude and joy. Don't approach it with cynicism. Don't approach a client thinking they're out to get you. You have to assume the best, but you also have to be cautious and make sure that you're doing due diligence and asking the right questions and listening to the right things that people are saying so that you can avoid needless frustration. I hope you got a lot out of this. And hey, if you've heard one of these sayings or something else, let me know. I'd love to hear about your experience. Next week, we've got another great episode coming right at you. It's gonna be awesome. We're getting into the holiday season and I hope you're as excited as I am. So until that time, don't forget, if you don't quit, you win.